Uh, it's Deprogrammed, the podcast in which we try to get you into a band, and we've done all the work for you. All you have to do is listen. My name is Justin, and today's band is The Weaker Thans. And I'm going to say this right out front before introducing the panel. I had never, ever heard of these guys, so I'm really excited to talk about them. Uh, and, you know, if you want to get excited, patreon.com slash Justin is a place that will absolutely excite you but enough of that let me uh introduce the panel i'm so happy to have you back john because because of the skype machine we haven't really been able to to have you in yeah thanks so much for having me back yeah people don't know i'm I'm in atlanta i'm not not local to you guys up there but um you were nice enough to to let me bully my way into being (laughs) on the show and uh it's been a while. We we did a we did a few back earlier this year, but um, I'm so excited to to get into this. I love this band so much. And joining, not from Atlanta, he's actually right across the water from me. But still too lazy to drive. <laughs> it's okay, man. I could Chris joining us. Hello. Actually, this same exact panel uh, we did shellac earlier this year. Oh yeah, yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, very much so. And I was so happy to find my people because I thought I was alone on that band. But we're not here to talk about <laughs> shellac again. We're here, we're here to talk about the weaker thens. And at one point, John, you messaged me and you gave me like, I, I hesitate to say 50, but it feels like 50 bands. And you're like, I'd like to do all of these. Oh, there, there's more coming too. Don't worry. <laughs> so there's, there's all these bands in, you know, this one kind of, I, I didn't even pay it any mind when he threw it out there. But then when we were getting ready to do shellac, Chris takes a look at the list and he goes, oh, the weaker thans. I want to de- I want to do them. So first, walk me through the weaker thans. What is it about the weaker thans that you love, John? Oh, man, like they started, I think the first album came out in 97. The uh, the main songwriter, John K. Sampson. He's one of the most amazing songwriters of this generation. Uh, they're from Winnipeg, Canada, so they have kind of a unique uh, viewpoint. Um, he was in Propagandi, if you remember. I think you guys uh, did a Propagandi huh. episode. Okay. He was he was the bass player with the the funny voice. Uh, had a couple of songs uh, that translated to to the first Weaker Than's album. Um, but yeah, like they're the songwriting is so good. The in my opinion, they don't have a bad song over the four albums. Um, I, I saw them live probably five or six times every time they came down here, which wasn't very often. But just just love them from the beginning and uh, love sharing their music with people. So I'm excited that, that Chris has good taste as well, and he jumped on this too. Yeah, Chris. Well, let's you... not get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we haven't seen we haven't seen each other's list, so I'll, I'll reserve my judgment until the end. But yeah, Chris, like you, like this was one of the first, first ones that you jumped out at. Like there's, there's another like five or six, I think, but this was the first one you're like, yeah, I need to do this one. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, kind of the same way, uh, that John got into it. Cause propaganda is my favorite band of all time. There's not even a close second for me. I mean, I love a lot of bands, but if there's one that they're like, you know, here's a gun run up that hill and die propagandy's the one that i'm taking that shot for uh but yeah it was the same kind of thing uh you know the song structures are amazing the lyrical content is neat uh they do 
kind of neat little themes throughout some of their albums and sometimes on the same album that's you know kind of fun to watch it to me it's kind of the same way that i appreciate the hold steady's lyrical content is that they tend to kind of string themes together uh and it's yeah it's more like it's like a short story i mean it's not all the songs are connected where the hold steady that's kind of more the case uh, but it, there's a nice thread running through it. And the Weaker Thans is one of those bands that if you name any song, I can almost, I'd say, give me five or six seconds and I can come up with a memory that that song's attached to. Uh, just Same because, I, yeah, because I listened to them like nonstop <laughs> throughout like the early 2000s. And uh, it's funny you, yeah, mentioned, it's... Uh, you mentioned the whole study too, because John K. Sampson was opening up for Craig Finn on the tour he did, I think, last year or two years ago. Yeah, uh, was that the that one tour, with the that uh, Uptown to Controllers? Was, yep, that tour came to Atlanta. I saw that show. It was unbelievable. Oh, God, that would have been amazing. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, it's a fantastic band, you know, fantastic dudes. Uh, really fun to listen to, so I'm excited. Well, and I, I, I'm, now that you say, like, the early 2000s, you used to listen to them all the time. A, a, a thing I kept coming back to and listening to them is there's definitely uh, – it's definitely left an impression on you because I heard Dead Love Alive a lot when I'm when I was going through this band. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's here's the fun thing about Dead Love Alive, and I'm actually kind of surprised that I found the right microphone because we've been doing pre-production. I have a drum set about two feet from me that's fully <laughs> mic'd. Uh, but yeah, that's. Not so much with Dead Love Alive, because Pat really is the one that structures a lot of that stuff. You can hear it with my secondary guitar stuff a lot. But if you listen to the band I was in before Dead Love Alive called The Kennedy Curse, uh, that I mean, that's when I was kind of learning how to structure songs. And I mean, that was one of the things that really, really influenced me. Like, and it was consciously, too. Like, it's not like I was like, oh, I must be listening to a lot of weaker bands. It's, yeah, I'm probably biting their nuts on this one. <laughs> Well, I, I guess I should point out I, I did mean mostly in in a lot of the guitar work is, is what I was picking up on. But the, this oh, yeah. this band, like I mean, for all the reasons that you guys have already stated, I just kind of third these. Uh, this is this is a Justin band through and through. Like, um, I mean, the, I've le- I've leaned more towards sad boy music lately. So they they <laughs> they do some sad boy stuff like. But I was definitely getting, and this is weird, and bear with me. I don't know where you guys stand on these bands, but uh, I, I, I definitely got some They Might Be Giants vibes, mostly from The Voice. Uh, and uh, again, mostly because The Voice, Death Cab for Cutie. And th- there's points where like, I can I can point to them where I just go, oh, yeah, that that kind of feels like if, if Death Cab decided... No, we're gonna write more up tempo stuff. And yeah, uh, Death Cab wishes they were the weaker bands. <laughs> yeah, I had a feeling you guys would would would, would feel insulted by that. But <laughs> I, hey, I, mean, I got two Death Cab albums. It's okay. I, you know, their early stuff is is really really good. But uh, you know, oh, dep- yeah. depends on what you're into. But again, this is very much a Justin band, and I don't know how. They've never even been a blip on my radar, like at all. Like, uh, uh, well, they they didn't really tour a lot. I mean, being from Winnipeg, it was kind of hard for them to to do a lot of like East Coast U.S. touring. I think they only really toured probably one time per album cycle, which was like once every three years. So it would have been would have been easy to miss probably. 
So the, oh, yeah. they're not like, you know, the hip where they're like some Canadian treasure. It's they're kind of they, they they've, just they've, they've kind of become a little bit more of that. I think in the in the years since, you know, John K. Sampson's put out a few solo albums uh, since they broke up and uh, really well received. He's still out there doing it. So I think they're yeah, they're one of those Canadian, uh, you know, what's the word? Uh, not treasure, but like national you know, I don't know what the word is, but uh, yeah, he's just one of the best songwriters of, of our generation. But and we, that's a theme we've already come back to a lot. I do want to point out that I love the storytelling that happens here. Like, and because his voice isn't like, like you can understand all the words he's saying, you can follow these stories and still dig the the music because it at times has that you know alt rock the that very distinct 90s alt rock feel like the guitars especially like a yeah good... they're they're not really a punk band they're not an alternative band they're not a folk band they're not an indie rock band they're just kind of all of those things yes. mixed together and even at points like the kind of they lean into country a little bit and uh, i'm playing a lot of red dead redemption 2 uh lately and like there's points where they're playing stuff and i'm like <laughs> i can how many times have you beaten it I've only beaten it the once. I'm actually playing online right now, which it's insane. Like, cause it was garbage. Online was garbage when the game came out, and right now it's oh, actually it really pretty was, fun. Yeah. It's it's reasonably fun right now. So like, uh, I'm <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually having a lot of fun. But I like there's songs that that were coming on in the playlist, and I'm like, man, I could totally hear this. Oh, yeah, they've they, they've been known to use a little slide guitar from time to time. Yeah. So. On that note, we we keep uh, referencing. Actually, no, I'm sorry, because uh, Chris has has stories that he want he wanted to make sure that got told. I don't know if you wanted them in real time, like as we came across the songs, or if you wanted to tell them up front. You know, the only one that's based around a song that's a story isn't actually on my list. <laughs> uh, but uh, what I will say is let's do this uh i want to do a justin surprise bomb so randomly in the middle of the show just be like weaker than story i have three that i can think of okay. one's tangential but you get to decide just in the middle of whatever just be like boom go. i think i have i think i have two but uh yours are probably better <laughs> i doubt it they're just better to me i was probably really <laughs> drunk so it seems way cooler than it was <laughs> Well, okay, so how about this then? Uh John, tell me about what it was like putting your twenty together for this band. Um, excruciatingly painful. Mm. Uh like I said, you know, at the beginning I I love every one of these songs. Um I don't think they have a bad song, so for me, like I could have easily just thrown darts at the the records and come up with 20 that way and i would have been okay with it but instead i tortured myself and made myself listen to them over and over again until i uh found 20 that i liked and there were there were some hard cuts man i'm gonna be you're gonna hear some pain over the course of this episode because there are some that are gonna get mentioned that i don't have and it's it's gonna cause me emotional distress well you know the name of this game is torture so <laughs> Uh, Chris, what was it like putting your 20 together? You were working on it until earlier today, at least. 
Well, I mean, you also realized that I didn't really start until yesterday. <laughs> and even then, that was 20 minutes, and then I was too busy at work today. So last couple hours, I've just been like, motherfucker. Oh, yeah, I told you. I think I said something like it was like the shoot the hostage scene of speed, <laughs> like right towards the end. But yeah, so they have 49 songs. We knocked it down to 20. Uh, are, we so including, I, uh, are we including my favorite power chords in that? They have 50 songs. Okay. <laughs> See, but that one wouldn't have made my list. So what I had to do is I had to, I started off listing 49 songs and then I was looking through and I was like, I have to have some rules. Like I have to set something up. So it's an auto toss for one reason or another. Uh, so one of them was, couldn't have been a propaganda song first. Uh, it couldn't I, have I been on. Good rule. Yep. And it couldn't be on John Sampson's uh, first solo thing that he put out before the Weaker Thens really started. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, I mean, that was really it. The other ones were I just I couldn't break up the songs that are directly tied to each other. Uh, so that automatically added, you know, four songs in. I'm sorry, five songs that there were just going to be there. There was. You know, outside of that, there was nothing, which really only left me with 15. Uh, so you might have emotional distress, but that bothered me so much. I might have some gastrointestinal distress in the middle of this thing. <laughs> so for me, like uh, I, I always like to in in the uh, group chats kind of keep everybody updated. My first pass nets X amount and yeah. I, I netted 27 and I think John wanted to come through the screen. Like, how do you only have 27? <laughs> but i i had to be i was being very mindful because i liked all the songs so like yeah. it, i was going i was i was finding the ones that i was gravitating towards more like ones that i could go you know what yeah that's one i would absolutely go you should listen to that that's what the weaker than sound sound like so i i started doing that early on in my first pass through and so like the extra seven I, I I'd say there was like room for six that I wasn't sure of, but then cutting those last seven was miserable. <laughs> was yeah, it was absolutely miserable because I'm like, yeah, but this one's really good. Oh my god, this one has this riff. Oh my god, this one has this lyric, <laughs> and it's, so it's just like, okay, well, I'm I guess I'm just gonna cut it for this reason. I think that'll be the worst part about this episode is I don't think I had very many reasons for, for any of the cuts. Just, I only had room for 20. Yeah. If this yeah. was a list of my favorite 20 weaker than songs, it would be different, but I tried to keep in mind, you know, the name of the game is, you know, making a starter kit for someone who'd never heard of them. So I tried that helped me whittle it down a little bit, but yeah, there were some that I absolutely adore that I do not have in this 20. <laughs> Well, I can't wait till you ring our necks through the uh, Skype machine, John. It's going to be great. It's coming. It's coming. <laughs> but with that, the name of the game is Deprogrammed. And uh, the three of us have come through the four albums, uh, 50 uh, asterisk songs. And uh, we have pulled out 20 apiece that we are now going to mash against each other in an attempt to create a top 10 starter kit for the weaker thens. And I think, and actually, we only got like one answer uh, when I asked listeners, you know, what what's essential weaker thans. And I had already been leaning towards this being my first one anyway. Uh, and my note here is that yummy guitar tone, almost playful riff, 
and uh, the line of losing all those stupid games I swore I'd never play, and that's aside. Yep. Yep. All right. It has to be. Did you, you guys you, know that was in Wedding passed, Crashers? You, you passed test number one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is in Wedding Crashers. That was on the soundtrack. Oh. Uh, so, I mean, that means I'd heard it before and just didn't... Uh, just didn't pay it any mind somehow. But I mean, this goddamn guitar tone, like, oh God, I'm so, e- I'm yeah. such an easy mark. Like if, if, if you can get a guitar tone that is halfway decent, um, you're, you've already, I'm halfway there. <laughs> like, it's just. And it's that, that line too, where it's like, rely a bit too heavily on alcohol and irony and get clobbered on by courtesy. Like it, that's perfect. And playful. Mm-hmm. Like it, 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 this happens a lot and I'm sure we'll come back to it, but playful, like there's a lot of playful lyrics in here. And I, I found myself self delighted oftentimes in the words that he was choosing. And this, this song was definitely one of those, one of those cases. And it's one of their faster ones too. Probably the one that one of the punker songs that they have, which again, I think is why, you know, I wanted to go with that one first because it's like, okay, if I'm getting somebody in, yeah, it's that one for sure. All right, so let's see uh, how uh, how early we can make John have a heart attack. <laughs> is, it, is it me in my turn? Is that what we're yes, doing? Yes, sir. <laughs> All right. Um, let's go. Uh, I'm going to stay on the first album and uh, go Diagnosis, the first Weaker Than song I ever heard. Uh, me too. Yeah, I got that. Yep, me too. Nice. Oh, I've got a memory two. with that one, too. Oh, all right. <laughs> memory of this one is everybody uh, from the band Dead Love Alive now, and this was back in 2000, 2001. Uh, and, you know, we're just kind of all friends back then. But it was somebody's girlfriend's birthday, so we got a hotel room down at the oceanfront, and I had made the guys this mixtape, and that was, you know, actual cassette. And that was the first song on it because I remembered hearing that and just going, holy shit, like that hook. And yeah, that was, and then I remember puking off a fifth floor balcony. (laughs) It it didn't hit anybody. Like it's not that good of a story, but that's just, there's a, there's a great video for this song too. It's just a lot of stop motion objects in a row. They have some great music videos. I'll probably mention them as we get, get to them, but they're all worth checking out. So is, is, uh, is that track one? I, I feel like it's track, track two, I believe. Oh, okay. Yeah. But yeah, no, I had that same feeling when I, when that song hits, I'm like, Whoa, fuck, this is what they do. Okay. <laughs> like, it's funny. Cause I went with a side as number one and early on diagnosis was going to be the, was going to be my number one until I heard a side. So oh, yeah. that's one and two for me. All right. Chris. So far, so far, so good. Hey, all right. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Chris. All right, uh, I'm going to go with the mid-tempo stuff with the insane hook, and I'm going to go with This is a Fire Door, Never Leave Open. That is my favorite Weaker Than song. Yes, I have that one. Fantastic. I I have it as well. Damn. <laughs> now, I don't have any notes on this one. This was one of the, one of my freebies that, like, I just I kept coming back to it, and I had no reason to cut it. And I was like, okay, well... It'll it'll make it this pass, and then I'd come back to it. And I'm like, no, I really like this. Uh, oh, I love love the part at the end, like the outro is 
perfect. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So the hard part of this is going to be after we get all 20 on the list and we have to cut that list down to 10. <laughs> yes. That's going to be the difficult part. That would be something, though. Like, I, I don't know that we've ever gotten 10 uh, all the way through, like, on the first pass. And I I know for a fact, obviously, we've never had more than 10. So, Well, didn't you just do Lady Gaga? I'm sorry, Lady Gaga. We did uh, just the other day and just released. I want to say we only got three through on her. And then we had the conversation to get the last last little bit. Yeah, that's how you know you're working, like, from behind. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose. I I enjoyed her, but, I mean, if you go in uh, knowing kind of what you're getting into with, with with some of these more pop acts, it's not so bad. I enjoy I enjoyed Lady Gaga. Is it something I'm probably going to go back to on a frequent basis? Eh, probably not. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, you know what? I'm going to... I'm going to stay up near the top and let's see which record is this from off of uh, left in leaving. Um, what's my note? Uh, there's no structured narrative, which I think is one of the lines. And um, <laughs> my other note, dat outro though, exiles among <laughs> you. Yep. Yep. I've got that. Oh one. shit. <laughs> I, I fucking love this song. That that breakdown, yeah, like where everything kind of crashes out, and I, I'm not sure if this is what he's playing, but it sounds like he's playing like a Fender bassman, uh, or a twin reverb, one of those two. But it's that kind of reverby, echoey Fender sounds that, that when you isolate it, and that's one of the things I love about the weaker thens is there are parts where they can suck the energy out of the rest of the song and focus on one thing, and it kind of creates this. Uh, sense of isolation uh not like emotionally boohoo shit but it's it'll feel like you're in the middle of a field just like i can do anything i want right now and nobody's going to be around to arrest me <laughs> oddly enough i get exactly what you're saying <laughs> <laughs> All right. banged a lot of sheep huh <laughs> uh no no <laughs> i have to go lift weights what <laughs> All right. All right. Uh John. All right. Um so this song is uh is about a sport that is uh close to my heart uh because I did help found the Atlanta Curling Club a few years ago. So uh as a curler I feel like it's my duty to pick Tournament of Hearts. I got it. I did not have it. All right, it goes to the conversation though. All I, right. I guess I should I, mean, I, I still really love the song, but <laughs> I guess I should have put two and two together that it was a uh, it was about curling. Uh, yep. I just like I just like the tune. <laughs> What's my note? I think it was. It's been referred to that propaganda is is hockey and the weaker thans are curling. Oh, I get it. Yeah, that seems about right. Oh, here you go. Uh, tremendous scene setting. Somehow I didn't get that it was curling. I, I love curling. Uh, Another enough. great video with a lot of old curling footage. Uh, and then I also wrote down right off. No, never, never, ever, never, which rotates like that just happened to be the one that I caught. And then when I listened to it again, I was like, oh, no, it's not always that. Sometimes it's never. Yeah, ever. those are those are curling terms. That's what you that's what you yell when you're when you're curling. Oh, 
All right. Well, you know, if I would have known that, I probably would have got it sooner. Yeah. Go go check out your local curling club, people. It's, it's one of the fastest growing sports in America. I love curling. <laughs> I just don't know all the terms. USA gold medal in the last Olympics. So. Oh, snap. I didn't know this. Yeah. yeah. All right. I'm a... Uh... I'm in the middle of trying to invent my own sport for the Olympics. It's a combination of parkour and public masturbation. <laughs> Good luck with this one, Chris. That's, that's just a Saturday night around where you are. <laughs> my Downtown Norfolk's got a lot of parking garages. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> oh, geez. All right, uh, Chris. All right, so... All right, I don't want to do any of the Link songs yet, because once somebody goes, I'm just going to keep that thread going. Uh, I'm going to go with... Uh, uh, guitar texture is something that really gets me. Uh, so I put down him of the Medical Oddity. Mm, nope. Nope. Yeah. But, it, I mean, it's a great song lyrically. Yeah. The guitar, like you said, like the guitar is amazing. Yeah, uh, but I did not have that one. Maybe it's just that I work in a hospital. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> you know, what's funny is I thought by the time I got to reunion tour, I was going to be like out. Because uh, I, I want to say there's a decent amount of time between uh, the third and fourth record. And yeah, I just they like, averaged about three years per record. I think it may, might have been four between the third and the fourth one. OK, so maybe I was maybe I'm just making things up in my head <laughs> looking for whatever reasons I can. <laughs> but uh all right, well, where do I want to go? You know, I'm going to I'm going to trot some of these ones that just barely made it. The ones that I have no notes for. Uh, watermark. I got that one. Yeah. Oh. Okay. And it's all it's it's all about the the bridge going into the ending. It's there's just so many of the songs that they're just undeniable. Like you just listen to them. And I think what happened, especially like I said, with the, with those last like six, it's just, I couldn't find a reason to cut them. And yeah. you know, it, when you say it that way, it doesn't, it doesn't sound appealing, but like, it's true. Like I could find, you know, any little stupid reason. Oh, I didn't like this lyric or, Oh, I didn't like this. You know, I could find any excuse but then some of these songs, I was just like, well, I can't, I can't come up with a reason to cut that one. And Watermark was one of those. That one, Watermark wasn't originally on my list, but that was one when I went back because I kind of take it for granted on Left and Leaving. Like Left and Leaving is a perfect album for me that's like top to yep. bottom. That There's not a bad note on it or a bad lyric. But when I was going back and listening to it, I God, it's so fucking good. Like, I, it's got to be on there. And another another cool video, too, for Watermark. If oh. you want to go check that out. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, uh, Chris, story, go. Oh, uh, so the Weaker Thens played at uh, the Black Cat in D.C. in 2000... 2003 and myself uh singer for dead love alive pat my old singer for life to find eric and our friend john clark drove from here up to dc to go see him we were all pretty young and all of us got really drunk uh <clears throat> so one of the things that the weaker thens did uh whenever they played is they would always ask for somebody to try to come up and play a guitar solo uh and for the song wellington's wednesday which is not on my list uh so if you guys got it tough shit <laughs> <laughs> 
but like so my singer just like pointed at me and i'm just sitting there like oh this is gonna be kind of cheesy and then like you know john samson's point to me he's like hey come on up and i was kind of like looking around and then my singer and pat both pushed me to the front of the stage i was like what the fuck and keep in mind i've never taken a guitar lesson in my life so i don't I were back then. I didn't know a lot of the terminology, but I got on. He gave me his guitar, and he just kind of like leans in real close because it's loud as shit. And he goes, "The song's in E." And I just <laughs> looked at him and I went, "I don't know what the fuck that means, man." <laughs> <laughs> but surprisingly, and this is when John Sutton was still in the band, and then that dude was a fucking trip. Uh, but like, I'm sitting there and I start doing like some meatily meatily shit that actually turned out kind of good and went with it. And this motherfucker takes the neck of his bass, smashes it against John Sampson's guitar, and does this badass airplane slide up it. And I was like, oh, that that was one of my favorite moments. Did you do as good a job as Ernesto from the uh, Burton Cummings live album? Man, I'm way better than that asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the guy comes and says, "This is Ernesto." From Mexico. <laughs> he does a pretty good it's job, like, but yeah, it's an E. Like how we knew when you said he was Ernesto that he was Mexican. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Uh, so let's see. Da, 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 I put out watermark. All right, John, it is your turn, sir. All right. Um, let's go back to the first album and uh, song, lyrically, one of the best they've ever done. Uh, None of the above. Hmm. I cut that one, yeah. but I agree with you about the lyrics. I don't have that one either. Oh, you motherfuckers! <laughs> All right, we have to fight. Like, gloves are coming off now. Now we, we started out good, but here we go. You know, what's funny is we've gotten five all the way through already, and John and I matched on the other one in the conversation. This was the first miss, <laughs> and he's already ready to go to blows. Oh boy. <laughs> going to be that kind of night (laughs) (laughs) all right all right chris so all right i'm gonna last one i missed on with him of the medical oddity i'm sticking with the guitar texture from the same album uh sun in an empty room which has an amazing video i got it sweet i don't have that one but uh but i love it it's it's one of those when you when you see them live they would do this and another song that i won't say yet back to back and they would be like this song's about a painting this song's also about a painting. <laughs> I noted. That... Oh, was it? Which one was it? Was it the one about the Edward Hopper painting, like Nighthawks yes. at the yep. Diner? Okay. Yeah. Uh, Why? Like two of us in on the same call should not know that one piece of Jeopardy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the people that love this band really, really love them. Like you, it, it, it's it rewards a, a deep dive, and uh, and being a super fan. I noted that, that this song had like almost a country feel. That's it's one of those ones that like it has like some slide in it and it it just it felt right. Like it felt like strangely enough sound-wise it was obviously not right field, but like it was different enough, but it still felt like the weaker thens, which not a lot of bands can do. Yeah. Oh yeah, and it's and it gets stuck in my head at least once a week. Like it's a it's so catchy. That's another one where I've got the memory of moving when I was moving back in with my mom uh, when I was saving up to get the house that I'm in now like I specifically remember like just putting that on and listening to you know the refrain of sun in an empty room and just like the sun going through and you can see like the dust and shit kind of dancing across stuff and I was like oh this is this is exactly what this song made me feel like before so great good job weaker thens yeah. 
All right, I'm gonna trot some of these other ones that I I just I, I really couldn't bring myself to cut. Uh, the Prescience of Dawn. I got that one. That was number I think 22 mm. for me, yep. but I don't have. But I'm glad you guys do because it's a great one. Right. Yeah, very visual. Like, uh, oh, what's the line? Like, uh, that one dream of hardware stores and checker floors and buckets full of nails. Yep. Like. Oh God! Rowing past, rowing past the apartment in a boat or something. <laughs> I think the thing that stuck out to me—it's floating it's, effort. It's, there you go. It's one of their one of their more like angular songs, and it yeah. doesn't really does not something they go to a lot. So uh, I don't I didn't have it on there, but yeah, like like you said, it's it's great. All right. Well, it moves to the conversation. All right. So John. All right. Um, Let's, uh, this is one that I've been uh, holding back on, but it's, again, one of the best lyrics of all time, period. Uh, the song about it, the, their hometown, uh, One Great City. I got it. I didn't do that one, and I think it's just because I listened to the damn thing so much. The other songs pop more when I was reading over my list. <laughs> uh, this, um, if, if this one had gotten cut, I, we would have been done. Like, I... It would have been <laughs> over, and I would have gotten on a plane and come up there, and we would, have, we would have had to talk. But I'm glad that at least it's in the conversation. Well, I mean, and it just, I, I, I kept coming back to, I hate Winnipeg. And <laughs> just loathing your city and just walking through all the reasons why. Uh, and it, and it's, it's acoustic, so it's like, it doesn't sound like he's being hateful of, but I mean, then you listen to the lyrics and it's like, oh yeah, no, he's, he hates this. So, and I believe that's the city motto of Winnipeg. One great city. <laughs> oh yeah. I'd have to ask Chris Jericho. I bet you he knows. This, Yeah. But he'd sing it all fucked up. Like my head to wear the pearl. <laughs> I'm from Winnipeg, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Chris. I'm, I'm still bitter at Winnipeg because they stole our hockey team. <laughs> Wait a second. Oh man. Oh yeah. Okay, so is that what the Jets moved? The the the, the J- Thrashers moved to Winnipeg and became the Jets again. Is, yeah. Is that what the Jets happened before or? No. The so the Thrashers they, were they moved expansion. the Thrashers to Winnipeg and then they took on the name that they had before. Okay. Okay. Because I haven't been paying attention to the hockey. I love the hockey, but yeah. I don't pay attention yeah. to it. All right. Uh, so let's see. One Great City was John. All right, Chris. Uh, I'm going to do the song about a blind girl and go with Elegy for Elsabet. Oh, man. Nope. I don't have that one. But like I said, you know, Left and Leaving is a perfect album. Um, yep. This is one when they when they would play it live. uh the guitar player Steven would break out. I forget what the it's called. Wins. Like a, yeah, then he would he would spin it around and then spin it around for the solo. It was amazing. But yeah. it's just one of those. It's it just fell into the category of of too slow and sad. And there there are other ones that I that I picked over this one. That one was yeah. one of my last, like twenty three, twenty four. Like it made it. Oh yeah, yeah, it made it all the way to the end. Again, oh, anything yeah, that, uh... off left, anything off the left and leaving is is up there. Yeah. All right, so hmm. Let me go with one of these ones that I've got a note for. Uh my note here, big up tempo feel against the laid back vocals. Uh and then 
the line that really stuck out to me. Crape, uh, crappy tape deck somewhere. Uh, greatest Hits collection. Yeah, that's a good Well, I don't have it, but that's a great fucking song. <sighs> Same. Yeah, love it. But it was that was like 22 or 23 again for me. Like, yeah, I love that line that you mentioned. And uh, yeah, but I, it, it didn't make the cut. All right. Uh, let's see. Two, two, two. Okay, as of right now, I don't think we'll need it. Although, I will say this. Uh, what do I have left here? Hmm. Ten. I've got ten left. I thought there was less, so I didn't mean to make that seem urgent. Okay, John. All right, uh, let's go with the uh, the other song about a painting and go uh, Night Windows. Hmm. No. I did not have that one. Nor, nor one of the one. best bass lines that they have. Uh, I don't have that oh, one. Oh, yeah. Nope. All right. ah, you're pushing me. You're pushing me a little. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to let that one slide because I'm I'm, we're, we're doing pretty good so far, but but that that's a strike. <laughs> all right. Uh, Chris? Uh, all right. I'm going to get this out of the way because I'm pretty sure nobody else would have picked this one, but I love it. Uh, without Mythologies. Uh, nope. Nope, but yeah, great song. I sound like a broken record, but... <laughs> uh, John, I think, like, you and I should both be on one for a band we actively hate. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'd rather argue with somebody about why something is awful and shouldn't right. be on any list. <laughs> we should do, like, yeah, we'll do Insane Clown Posse or something. Well, what's, what's funny about that is, uh... Alfredo actually wants to redo that. He he pitched me some way to do it, but at this point it was months ago, so never mind. I forget. Oh, you guys did that already? I didn't even. Yeah, I did. It was actually one of the early early ones on. Oof. Your boy here. Your boy here used to be a juggalo, so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh fuck! I forgot about that. Yep. <laughs> I think we're gonna need to see pictures. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, what's funny is because you say that, but like I don't know, I never, I never did that. Other than <laughs> what's funny, motherfucker, you were dressed like a clown. Well, that's like the definition of funny. <laughs> no, I actually I wasn't. That's the thing is people do that now, but uh, or even then. But I, I mean, all I really did was wear the shirts. <laughs> so all right, we we've sullied this episode enough. We need to get back uh, to uh, <laughs> yeah to some good music. All right. Uh, da, 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 da. You know what? I'm gonna. I keep looking at this one, so I'm gonna. I'm gonna go here. Uh, my note here: catchy, energetic tune from a cat's viewpoint. Plea from a cat named Virtute. Yep. yep. All right. It's, it's a classic. <laughs> yeah, I, I just like. You know, I saw this song title the first time, and I, I didn't really pay it any mind. I, I dug the song, so I made it through. And then as I'm coming through the second time, I'm like. Oh no, this is really good. And then the third time I like really paid attention to the lyrics, I was like, Oh, he's singing as the cat. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> and this was part of a trilogy that actually mm-hmm. ends on his second solo record. On or was Winter that the yeah. yeah, it was on Winter Weed. It wasn't on uh uh was it Provincial? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the the ending to it. I think uh, I had seen uh, Jason Tate, the drummer from The Weaker Thens, 
posted something on his Twitter that was like a repost of something somebody put on theirs, and it just said, hey, guys, you want to listen to three songs about a cat and cry all the time? And the weaker thens are like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so just as a note here, uh, the NTP is officially out the window. We have six unanimous decisions and four in the conversation. So we don't have to worry about NTP. All right. I don't know what that means. Okay. Well, wasn't that that band with that guy that died of a heroin overdose? <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. Nick. No temple pilots. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's uh, New Trash Protocol, and which is a great band name in itself. I feel like I need oh, to say fuck, that again. Man. <laughs> I feel like they tour with Chavez or maybe like Minus the Bear. Oh yeah. <laughs> Shaw, that's another one of my favorite bands. Dude, my, uh, my friend Gerard, the guy that used to play drums for Ready to Fade, and I was recording drums for him over here a couple days ago, uh, said one of the funniest things I've ever heard, because he was the one that showed me Chavez, and he was like, because like, Gerard's an incredibly technical drummer, but makes it look effortless. He's like, man, this guy's insane. He's like, I mean, he's Asian, so you know he's good at math. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, he's like, no, man, time signatures. I was like, I'm pretty sure that was racist, but... <laughs> You're black, so I can't say. Yeah, Chavez, I think you only have, they probably only have 25 songs, 28 songs maybe. But if you ever do like a, a mini deprogrammed where we pick like 10 songs and get down to five, we could totally do a Chavez. That would be ah. awesome. Oh, yeah. Ah. All right. Uh, John, I believe it's your turn. All right. Let's, uh, let's, let's keep this going with, uh, with the other, the second in the, in the trilogy one of the most devastating lyrics of all time, whereas is, uh, I can't remember the sound that you found for me. Uh, for Tutte, the cat explains her departure. I got it. Yeah. I love oh, God. And I have this cat. Like, if I would have kept drinking, this would have been me. Did you say you had it, Chris? <laughs> no. Oh, yeah, I do. I was just okay. saying I also have a cat that is remarkably like this up until about a year and a half ago when I quit the sauce. <laughs> <laughs> So, first of all, you have me at sequel song. I love, I love sequel songs. Uh, and then you throw in the fact that it's from the, the viewpoint of the cat again, and it's like, well, of course I have to keep this. Oh, and it's even it's even more emotionally devastating than the first one. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Justin, have you heard the the last one, the third in the trilogy? I have not. Nope. Oh. For Tute at rest. Oh yeah. Oh, oh you no. might wanna like you might wanna sit down and like prepare yourself for that one. Get some it's Kleenex. Only, it's, it's only a minute and a half, but it, it will get to you. That's all it takes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, look, so that gives us seven already, gents. All right. Uh Chris. Uh all right. So part one of the things that kind of stuck out with me when I was making the list was there's so many songs that have this kind of defining characteristic that at, at least to myself and when I'm thinking about introducing some like a band to somebody I want to go I want to kind of watch them while they're listening and see if a part hits them and they go what the fuck so for me it's part of a trilogy but the first song off of uh, reconstruction site manifest when those uh one, the intro drums, I was just like, holy shit, when the guitar hits and everything kind of takes off. And then at the end, when the horns kick in, that like that first song floored me the first time I listened to it. A.K.A. The, their Neutral Milk Hotel homage. Yeah. <laughs> I've got Manifest. 
Uh, I do not because I mean, let's talk about those those you mentioned the trilogy songs. Yeah. Those I think they're they're such a standalone thing. Like I didn't put any of them on my list because I feel like that's something where you have to go listen to them to get rewarded by them on that album. Like they're they it's there's something like it's a sonnet and then the music is the same, like reverse it was, uh, like it's a yeah, it's really cool. It's Elizabethan sonnet like idea, right? Yeah. And one is the first song, one is right in the middle, one is the last. So, and then, you know, past due. If we, I'll go ahead and spoil it. Like past due was originally it's a standalone song. Like I have a version of that song that's that's and fully fleshed better. out with the band. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but it's such a cool idea for them to to do it like tie them all together like that and the the parenthetical and everything. Like it's it's so cool. But um, no, I do not have manifest. No, I mean it, it. It moves over to the conversation, though. Uh, and my... plus, it's, it's just a the, the horns are pure Nutramilk Hotel. Like they heard in the airplane over the sea and was like, "Hey, let's do that." <laughs> yeah, but it was they did it better. <laughs> Ooh, careful, careful. Hey, I, I look, I like Nutramilk Hotel a lot, but yeah, I'll I'll take the weaker thens over them any day. All right. Well, and <laughs> my note here is I'm a sucker for horns. Duh. But I, the the, <laughs> the biggest thing was th- that they were unexpected. So like that the horn line kicks in. I'm like, oh, 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 shit. Okay. <laughs> like without abandoning their sound, they they threw horns in and it it didn't throw me off. So yeah. All right. Uh, you know what band did that really well was Braid. Whenever they brought out like a trumpet or a trombone, like on a record, Braid did really well with that. I am unfamiliar. I'll say oh, Captain Jazz. Jesus. Pretty braid. I'll go Captain Jazz on the horns. Oh, dude. I, I saw them at Riot Fest. That nice. was that was insane. Uh, was it Tim Kinsella just kept throwing like a tambourine back into the audience and then stopping songs and going, wait, no, I need that for the next one. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> okay. I'm, I'm about to butcher this line, but like this is these these lyrics stuck out to me the most as to why i pulled this song through i don't know how to play this thing and you told me to fuck off you might roll your eyes at this the reasons yeah reasons is a great song also a cool video with a 1950s great video like detective dance number thing going on um i I do not have it because i feel like it's too it almost doesn't represent them it's another one of those things where i feel like you you need to listen to the album as to get it as like a reward, but because uh, it's it's almost too heavy and too riffy for what they do. But uh, but yeah, the lyrics are great and it's it's a great video, great song. All right, so was that a yeah you do, Chris, or yeah? Oh, you... I do. Yeah. Okay, okay. I wasn't sure if it was yeah. It's it's a good tune or yeah. I, I think it. the only song in there is that says fuck, right? It's the only time I uh... recall it. I think it is. Yeah. All right. Um, all right. Well, this is this is getting increasingly more difficult. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> all right. So let's see. I threw out the reasons. John, it is your turn, sir. All right. Uh, let's give uh, let's give Chris's guitar playing some credit, and let's do Wellington's Wednesdays. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have it, but I do like the song. <laughs> that one was number twenty-one. Ah. <sighs> The I'm I'm looking at the songs that are out and that that would make a great that would make a great top ten too. <coughs> oh, all right, Chris. Uh, all right. 
This one, the first time I heard it, he was playing a solo show. I wasn't at the show. It was some shit I saw on YouTube. <laughs> it's uh, He was playing it with like just an electric guitar, and he had a really cool texture to it. But the way it came out in the album was something I didn't expect at all, and I really dug it, was a song called Relative Surplus Value. Oh, no. I do have that one. I, I love that song. And there's, there's a version of it. I think he had been playing it back around the time of Fallow, like – I have I used to have an MP3 of him doing it solo acoustic or something like maybe yeah. a radio show or something. I I don't have it anymore. I don't know what happened it's to it. It's got that kind of jumpy guitar line where it's like don't 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 yeah. And that's and I was yeah I was just watching a thing. You said is told by like a a person in a phone booth. One of those people that always speaks in the present tense. Like so I know he's. Bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's yeah. People who and, start stories like that, like mm-hmm. <laughs> so. There like, I am. <laughs> and the the last line kills me too. Oh yeah, like what was it? I, I I know we haven't talked in a while, but could you come get me? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. uh, I've gotten those calls from ex girlfriends before. That's fun. <laughs> like no, that... no bitch, you can hitchhike. <laughs> it is fun though. Like there's there's barely any trash that's like like trash trash like all these songs like were pretty close for me oh, like, yeah. they don't have a bad song so yeah uh let me throw some of these others towards my bottom out here um time's arrow i've got that that's pat's favorite song by them huh. told by about time going backwards like i think you're supposed to picture everything in the story going in reverse I'm going to have to listen to that one again. Yeah, I don't have that one. It kind of fell into that last half of of Reconstruction Site, kind of all kind of fitting together, like New Name for Everything, Time Zero, like a lot of those songs, like they all kind of blend together for me. All right, well, moves to the conversation. But don't get me wrong, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> you right. couldn't just let it die. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, John. Oh, it's my turn already again. Yep. Um, okay, let's uh, let's go back to the first album and do uh, "Confessions of a Futon Revolutionist." Oh man, nope. I don't have it, and I used to cover that song. <laughs> All right, that's two strikes. Oh. <laughs> I will say that was that was definitely one of the twenty-seven that made it through initially. Uh. So it was it was close, but no cigar. <sighs> All right, uh, Chris. It's going to be tapping on this table until <laughs> it's my turn again. So I don't think I have anything left that anybody else is going to have because okay. the stuff that I, I pulled out for very like reasons that they were songs that something caught me like initially that's kind of niche. So I'm going to go with Leash off of uh, the first album, and it was the drums and when the guitars kick in that. Drum, 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 drum. And when the guitar, that kind of singular guitar hits in and just kind of makes everything explode, I really love that about it. But now you can both tell me you don't have it. Because I don't. Yeah, I have definitely had those days where I want to try heroin, but I do not have that song. <laughs> All right. Uh, hmm. Yeah, let me trot out my last one here from uh, from the last record. Civil Twilight. I did not have that one. I do have that one. Hey, all right. Another great video. Yeah. Man, I'm finding the quote-unquote hits here. I'm finding the singles, which... Oh, 
fuck. I, I got to change one of my answers now. Sorry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, John. By the way, I'm down, right. down to my last four here. I think I've got five left. Um, let's go uh, back to left and leaving and uh, go to the title track. Uh, an amazing song, uh, amazing lyrics. Uh, left and leaving. I got it. I left it off. <laughs> Chris, like I like the song. I really do. It's the same thing. Like it's. I love all. These why don't songs. you just change? You just change your list. You had, you said you had to make a change anyway. Just change it. Put it on there, and then we'll be good. <laughs> No, I'm, I'm I'm changing it for a better song than that. <laughs> All right. All right. So keep pushing me. Keep pushing. Me. Here's my note. <laughs> here's my note on left and leaving. Uh oh, they can slow jam really well too. And then there's the, <laughs> the, the line I wait in 4/4 time and I kept coming back to that because I've I've made uh that comment to people before. Well, I live life in 4/4 like and people want to argue with me that, oh, no, blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, you live, you stop thinking you're unique. You live in 4-4 time, man. It's, yep. it's common. We're all boring. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I dug that one. All right. Uh, Chris. Uh, I'm going to go with the one that I just added on there. Our retired explorer dines with Michel Foucault <laughs> in Paris. and so, The one with the penguin speaking French. <laughs> that was number 21 for me. It was between that oh. and, and Watermark. Um, but yeah, again, a great video. And uh, one of their catchiest songs, definitely. I don't have it. Uh, it was late i'll say that i i don't know where it landed up but it was definitely late and i'll be honest like i think the long title was one of the reasons i was like oh well that's a reason i can cut it it's got a long title so now you have 10 in the trash and they're better than most of these bands top 10 that you do so we should we should tell people right now like go back these 10 that are in the trash go listen to them and then come back, and we'll we'll, we'll get to the, the other ones later. Jinkies. We'll get to the deep cuts. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, da, 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 da. I'm going to – this will be my last one off of the first record. My note here, Morbid Guitars, there's a balanced call and respond uh, with the background vocals and everything. Uh, letter of Resignation. I didn't put that one on because it was one of the ones that he wrote when he was in Propaganda. Right, it's a yeah, it's an old Propaganda song, so it fell victim to to that uh, fine print. Okay, There's no way. <laughs> but I it's it's that. fantastic, and the that his version uh, on that FYP seven inch where the the girl comes in and does the spoken word thing at the end, like it's just him and an electric guitar. It's it's unbelievable. Yeah. All right, uh, John. All right, uh, we're getting down to it here. Um, let's do uh, Benediction. Mm, nope. Didn't, but that was my number 21. Ooh, yeah. I, I mean, one, I, I like that, you know, he has that kind of vocal interplay with uh, his wife, mm -hmm. which I'm sure you heard Provincial, John, but that oh, yeah. song Taps Reverse that's on there, that's the perfect couples duet if I've ever heard one. Oh, yeah. Did you ever go back and find a uh, hypothetical? I wasn't able to find it. It wasn't on a uh, Google play, but I'll, I'll have to find it in YouTube. 
if you uh yeah after this give me your email address and i'll send it to you yeah sure yeah mm-hmm. all right he does a little uh he's, he's married to christine Fowler, asl who does the uh does the other voice in benediction and she's a great singer songwriter in her own right and uh she had an album back in the late 90s where he does a a little guest spoken word vocal on a song called hypothetical and uh it's fantastic yeah. all right chris uh so I, uh, you already said that you don't have this one, John, but I'm gonna explain why I put this one on there. It was the second of the trilogy songs, uh, Hospital Vespers, and this is I know exactly what drew me to the song. It was before I worked in hospitals, but there's the perfect line at the end of the song, uh, where the person says, "You said, hey, can you help me? I can't reach it." Pointed at the camera in the ceiling. I climbed up and blocked it so they couldn't see and turned to find you out of bed and kneeling. And before the nurses came, took you away. I stood there on a chair and watched you pray. Like, I was like, oh, fuck my heart. Yeah, it's it's, it's good. It's devastating. Yeah. It's, but that's the one when you were talking about kind of how, you know, they go backwards and forwards with stuff in the trilogy. And that's the one where they played the song in reverse. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I actually think they played it forward and ran it through like a delay pedal in reverse. But if I'm, if I'm hearing it right. But yeah, that's it's definitely not for everybody. But I remember hearing that and just being like, Man, why'd you got to ruin my day? (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'm down to my last two, gentlemen. Uh, Did did you have Hospital Vespers, Justin? I did did not. I did not. Uh, And you know what? I'm going to trot this one out here, I guess. Uh, It's all the way laid back. It's piano, violin, um, a very pulled back, like, whisk set for the the drums. Slips and tangles. (laughs) That was a solo album prior to stuff that I couldn't. Yeah, that was I. That was my kind of just need to cut it so I can look at a smaller list. Oh yeah, no, and again, it it's sense. it's kind of an outlier in their oh, sound. So that fell to the thing where it's like you need to go listen to the album and get rewarded. Yeah, with with that song, that's that's the way I looked at that one. Yeah, I, it just it was unique enough that I I wanted to pull it through. All right, uh, John. All right. Um, Let's go back to left and leaving and go with uh, pamphleteer. Uh, nope. I didn't, but again, another amazing song. All right. It's, that's three strikes, but we're close <laughs> to the end. See how this goes, but I'm, I'm not promising anything. How many strikes are to... there in curling? Uh, we, uh, there, oh, that's tough. There's eight ends, so you got, you got that. Uh, all right. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how the conversation goes. All right, Chris. Uh, this is my last one. Uh, reconstruction site. Mm, nope. I do have that one. Oh, all right. Over to the convo. And then my last one: uncorrected proofs. That's a really good song. Don't have it though. Yeah, I don't have that one. All right. And do you want to clear out whatever you got left there, John? Fallow. Just a, a beautiful song. song. Yeah, didn't have that one either. Nope. All right, was that it? That's all of them? Archive all those cards. All right, so let's see what we got here. Uh, I think it was seven. Uh, indeed, it is seven. And then I'll run it down here. Aside, diagnosis, this is a fire door, never leave open. Exiles among you, watermark plea from a cat named Vertute. Vertute, the cat, explains her departure. 
So that's our seven that are in. Oh boy. Now I'm looking at huh. <laughs> we've got Well, all right. So so let me let me let me posit this. Uh am I the only one noticing that other than the last song, all those are kind of rockers? Yeah. 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 So it's it's is it safe to say that like the way we all think of how we would present the weaker thens to folks who were trying to get into it was to give them the stuff that would go upbeat when in fact a lot of their like sadder shit is some of the most prolific. I, th- I could, yeah, I could agree to that. I, I, I feel like we'd have to try to trick them into like getting a deep thought. <laughs> I'm looking, yeah, I'm looking at this and I'm, my first thought is, is one great city and left and leaving both need to be on that 10. I I 100% with one great city. Uh I had left left and leaving so I'm not against it. Uh but one great city is it's just terrific and you know at this point it's an it's an outlier to like the sounds that we have but it's it's just such a fun tune for for what it is. What are the, what are the other songs that we had two out of three on. All right. So let me run it down. Uh, Tournament of Hearts, Sun in an Empty Room, The Prescience of Dawn, One Great City, Left and Leaving, Manifest, The Reasons, Civil Twilight, Relative Surplus Value, Time's Arrow, and Reconstruction Site. So out of 12, we need three. We get Yeah, we've got... We can, we can pull three of these. So maybe we start looking at ones we can get rid of like is there any that got through and it's like ah oh, you know what they've they've had their time to shine uh there's there's better songs let's not pull these through the there are two that i think probably don't fit in with the rest that's prescience of dawn and time's arrow i think probably would not make a make a top 10 for me i mean i had both oh. but both of those were two that just kind of didn't get cut if... Uh, I would say that, so. A part of it when I'm looking at an overall top ten, like I don't know if you since we have seven that are kind of you know in the vein of one thing, would we want the last three to kind of be in the same vein, or would we want it to be something that feels a little bit different to kind of I'm, show that I'm it's thinking, not? I'm just thinking like we need a, some diversity. Yeah, a little bit different. Which, oh, which is at see. least part of why I I'm leaning heavily on one great city. Oh yeah, it, it's got to be on there. Yeah, that that absolutely has to be on there. All right, so that that leaves us down to two then. So I mean, what do we have left that's that's different sounding? Left and leaving, sun in an empty room. My if I had to pick, my two would be left and leaving and reconstruction site. Okay. I think if I were to pick it would be oh man probably time zero and left and leaving all right so let's put left and leaving through we all we all agree on that yay good job <laughs> all right so time's arrow uh reconstruction site uh you know i'm not I'm not beholden to any of these other than like but we we do have we do have the curling song tournament of hearts right that's actually what that's I was definitely going to grab someone um but at this point it's I think it's between those three times arrow reconstruction site tournament of hearts 
I think I think everything else can kind of hit the cutting room floor. Just for ease right. at this point. <laughs> All right, list those three again. Times Arrow, Reconstruction uh-huh. Site, Turn- Tournament of Hearts. Man, I don't my have num- a good argument against any of them. My <laughs> number one is the construction site, just because it's got kind of that. It's got the lab almost, steel. The, yeah, the, the countryish feel that you talked about, country and western, mm-hmm. which we don't have represented. <laughs> uh, Tournament of Hearts <laughs> would be my number two because of the curling and both time kinds of music. Three. Exactly. <laughs> Country and western. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'd I'd be fine with that. It's and. Again, it's it's got the lyrical content. Like, there's there's oh, some yeah. I could push through on lyrical content alone. Like, one of my favorite songs by them ever is "Without Mythologies," and it's just you know, you know, a soft wind and a hard or a soft I mean, breeze and a and harsh again, wind at the end. Like, honorable mention. Like, nobody mentioned song from the Elks Lodge Last Call. Like, that song's amazing. My favorite uh, chords. That's amazing. Like, so many great songs we didn't even mention. I also, but their whole their whole discography is amazing. Yeah, Song for the Elks Lodge, Last Call, hit one of my other rules, which was nothing I've covered. <laughs> <laughs> I want to point this out, too. Uh, like John was just saying, if if you even half like push play on one song, if you even halfway like it, it is worth the dive because I think it, it, it's less than three hours for all four albums. So you're not like yeah. you're not investing a ton of time into this. And I, I feel like it's a very rewarding band. Absolutely. All right. So uh, let me make sure we've got 10 because I'm pretty sure. Are we, are we, so are we going reconstruction site? Yeah. Number 10? Yeah. That's number yeah. 10. Okay. So. You, you Okay. Congratulations. You guys have passed. <laughs> I, I, will, I will not fly to Virginia and and fight you in the middle of the night. So you you pat yourself on the back. All right. On that one. You guys, you guys did a good job. See if you can hear this. Uh, I don't think that. Yay came. us or <laughs> yay me. Fuck you, Justin. Yeah, you know that's pretty much everybody's feelings on me. Uh, so here's our, here's our ten. Aside, diagnosis. This is a fire door never leave open. Exiles among you. Watermark. Plea from a cat named Vertute. Vertute. The cat explains her departure. One great city left and leaving. Reconstruction site. That's a hell of a ten. All right, so let's let's really turn the pressure on there, John. Which one's nope? The... Don't come to me first. Nope. <laughs> okay, we'll go with Chris first then. Which one is the one, Chris? Oh God, go over the list with me again. Hold sure. On. Aside, diagnosis. This is a fire door. Never leave open. Exiles among you. Watermark. Plea from a cat named Vertute. Vertute, the cat explains her departure. One great city, left and leaving, reconstruction site. Okay. So you're asking if I could only show somebody one weaker than song, what would I show them to floor them? Yes. Uh, It's not even my favorite song, but I think it would have the most impact. I'm going to go diagnosis. Ooh, okay. Okay. Uh, How are you feeling on that, John? Nope, you go next. <laughs> okay, well, I told you guys right off the jump, uh, one and two. And it's like, it... John, you're an abusive girlfriend. You always got to have the last word. <laughs> I'll, I'll accept that. That's fair. Uh, f- for me, like, I led with with uh, 
one and two aside in diagnosis to me one or the other it's got to be one one of those two because those caught me the most so and they're both guitar riff songs where there's the that gigantic hook that kind mm-hmm. of brings you in yep so what's it gonna be justin <laughs> oh you're, you're putting the gun to my head aside or diagnosis i made a choice <laughs> you I... got pregnant i didn't get pregnant <laughs> Well, I, I got to be honest, I, I'm leaning towards aside because mm-hmm. that one stuck out more to me. Like that one m- made me go from, huh, I like this band to holy shit, this, this is fucking great. <laughs> so, and that's fair too, because you're the only one out of the three of us that ha- this was an introduction for. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, I think diagnosis is right there. Uh, and I have nothing. If John goes, nah, Chris was right. Diagnosis is the one. Then I'm cool with that, too. I just, as a new ear, aside was like, oh, fuck. Yeah, that excites me. That's the one. Well, look, I'm just, I, I think uh, John's going to come over the top and try to <laughs> fuck with both, both of us and try to say that their cover of uh, Phil Oak's Ringing of Revolution is what he's going for. It's <laughs> oh, the number it's one. so good. It's so it good. It was. That's what got me into Phil Oak's, too. Like, I, yeah. I have 90 Phil Oaks songs on my iPod because of that fucking thing. Oh, yeah. It's, I have that record. It's so good. Um, at, any, at, at, any, at some point in time, all 10 of these songs have been my favorite song of all time. Oh. So yeah. I, I don't know how to pick. Um the ones I originally thought were would stand out to someone would be One Great City or Plea from a Cat. Um, so I thought that you guys were going to hit on one of those, and then I would just be able to step in and uh, and make and make the uh, case and you know put the put the cherry on top. But you did not do that. Uh, so oh, man, see my thing with One Great City because I definitely thought of that too. Uh, is I feel like we're lying to somebody if if that's the one like th- it absolutely is one of the ten, but if I'm saying this is the one, uh, clearly we we all leaned more towards the rockers. So, but then like this is a fire door never leave open. Like that song's fucking so good. Mm. Yeah, uh, exiles among you. Exiles among you is the the end is just brutal and like it gets so heavy. Uh, Emotionally. Not guitar wise. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, if it's between a side and diagnosis, I gotta go. Uh, I gotta go with a side. Like that's that's the one out of those two that that that's gonna hit. Like like yeah. like just improved. Yeah, so yeah it would have had to have been two, one or two. And then like like I said when we talked about like the rely a bit too heavily on alcohol and irony, that's gonna resonate with a lot of people. All right, so are we going to go with Aside then? Yep. All right, Aside's the one. Uh, Let me put this this part of the conversation aside for a second and reintroduce you to... to... (laughs) Get off the stage, that sucked. (laughs) Patreon.com slash oh hi, Justin. And you know what? If you want to tell me I suck, $1 a month, and you can just come in and be like, yo, you suck, and it's okay, because it's true. (laughs) I do. Yeah. I'll send you $5 on PayPal if I can just flip you the bird. <laughs> Here's your $2. <laughs> oh, God. But oh. everything I do goes there first. So, you know, if if you want to help me on my journey to uh, 
I don't know, whatever you want to call what I'm doing, uh, my, my path to creativity. Sure. Uh, it only costs a buck and it helps a great deal. It helps my self-esteem. So give me that self-esteem boost. I like it. You'll like it. Now, we, we were talking a little bit about this before we went on air, John, but like we're, we're going to try a John F. Sessions here coming up, and I think we finally narrowed down the bands. I, I hope so. I, I mean, I want to apologize to everyone off the bat because you're going to be getting a lot of me probably in the future. <laughs> I think I have 20 or 21 of these on the in the queue. So uh, I'm sorry for everyone who doesn't like hearing my voice. Uh, I'm going to be bullying Justin a lot in the future. But no, I'm <laughs> I'm uh no I'm looking forward to that. It's going to be fun. Like I think we've got a pretty diverse selection of bands. Like we didn't we didn't all stick with one one type. So I think it'll yeah, it'll be fun. I'm looking forward to it. Like I said, you know, I I love doing these. It's so much fun. I love talking about it. Like I, I joke around with you guys and I'm going to punch you in the throat, but it's all in good fun. Like thank you so much for letting me come on and do this. I, I absolutely love it. And Chris, I know that if nothing else, there's a couple episodes with John that that you signed up for, so you'll be on. Yeah, it. easily. <laughs> yeah, so I'd be surprised if we didn't know each other in some way that we both just don't recognize it. <laughs> At the very our bands, least, our we're bands probably... played together probably somewhere along the line. Oh, yeah, which band were you in? Uh, I was in a band called Exit Eighty Six in uh, in Athens, Georgia, back like twenty years ago. Like no. Oh fear. yeah. No, that would not have been me. I never yeah, played yeah. Atlanta. Yeah. <laughs> I think we played we played Virginia Beach one time with, uh, I want to say maybe Lane Meyer. Oh, Jesus. And it was in some, oh, I can't remember the venue name, but yeah, we played, I think there were like eight people there, so don't worry uh, about it. It's probably like the Kempsville Ruritan or something like that. You know, I remember the building had a really low ceiling. It was like wood paneling, and there was like a post in the middle of where the pit was. Was a long oh time. shit i think i know what you're talking about but i can't place it yeah that's not peppermint beach club is it no that wasn't a low scene no. nope no i i knew it the second i started <laughs> it started coming out of my mouth <laughs> nope that's not the one stupid i i just knew because of the uh the post anywho uh <laughs> anyway we'll, we'll get you back on here chris soon and uh i'm so happy to have skype back because i was really stressing out trying to get locals to come do the show <laughs> and it's just easier to to pepper in like skype ones like today's a thursday we're recording this on a thursday this is nice i like it <laughs> uh well whatever keeps me from having to think about going to work tomorrow Ooh, yes now i'm thinking about going to work tomorrow i don't like that thanks a lot chris <laughs> All right, so we'll uh, <laughs> we'll wrap oh, up. If I, if I could mention one more thing, really quick. Oh, uh, sure. I am now a uh, co-host on on my own podcast. Uh, I think I mentioned it last time we were here. There's a, a Pearl Jam podcast called Live on Four Legs, where we talk about a different Pearl Jam live show every week. So uh, I, I'm one of the co-hosts on that now. So oh. if people uh, want to check that out, uh, please do. Very very sure. nice. Nice. Very my cousin nice. did like a follow Pearl Jam along for a couple summers thing. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, it's called Live on Four Legs. Uh, it's a lot of fun, so check it out if, you, uh, if you're interested. There you go. Uh, with that being said, the weaker thans. Learn them and love them, people. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. <laughs>